The following program has been paid for by TD Touchpoints. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KFYI or iHeartMedia. This is the Carol Royce Real Estate Radio Show on News Talk 550 KFYI. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Carol Royce and I'm here with you every single Sunday afternoon and I am in the studio today with Josh and Vicki, my sidekicks. Right, guys? <laughs> that we are. That you are. Hey, Josh, got a little rain this week. We did. Our valley needed it. Our valley needed it and, and California got drenched. Uh, they <laughs> needed it. But in any event, we're going to talk about our local Arizona real estate market. And boy, I will say, Vicki, there is... Would you say there's a lot going on that people need to be aware of or there's nothing going on? What's your take? You know, I think there's a, a lot. I do, too. I agree with you. A lot of uncertainty. Well, that's true, too. When we meet with folks, they want to know, what's the real deal? What's really going on? Right. What's what's causing this market to do what it's doing? Well, and, and we know the answer to that. And, and we've shared this, Josh, with our listeners many, mm-hmm. many times. So, it, it, you know, uh, it's kind of like the perfect storm. Uh, home prices have continued to go up. They've continued to appreciate. But then so have those pesky interest rates. <laughs> they have. I think with the higher rates, a lot of people have chosen to remain in their homes. And so there's been less homes on the market, as we normally see. Mm-hmm. Thus, you know, prices are going up. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting because I have reported this before, Vicki. 18 million Americans refinanced when the rates were down in the twos, threes, and fours. And so, uh, you know, they don't want to give up that low interest rate to move forward. Right, absolutely. But, you know, there's something that's kind of puzzling me. Because when I drive around, I see a lot of Washington plates, mm-hmm. a lot of California <laughs> plates, a lot so of Oregon I. plates. So do I. So are they all just sitting back and renting? Or what's going on with those folks? Because you would think that would be fueling more home sales here in the Valley. Well, I think we're, again, I think we're in limited inventory, mm-hmm. right? So I think if there was more houses on the market for people to choose, there would be more activity in homes actually selling. So that leads me right into your luxury report, Vicki. So let's talk about those numbers. Then after you give the numbers, let's dissect them. Let's jump in and let's dissect them. Right, Josh? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So right now I'm going to talk about what's going on in the luxury market and coming up a little bit later in the show we're going to talk about what's going on in that under a million market so all data is compiled from the arizona regional multiple list service servicing maricopa and pinal counties currently there's 1482 luxury homes for sale priced from 1 million to a high of 75 million the current average price luxury for sale home is 2.7 million with days on market averaging 117 days. We do have 85 properties that are in the MLS that are in a coming soon status. That means they're getting ready to come on the market. Some are currently allowing showings today. The average price point for those homes, 2.22 million. And then if we take a look at what's under contract in escrow, these homes have buyers that have negotiated offers on them. There's 663 luxury homes priced from 1 million to a high of 30.6 million. The average price luxury home in escrow right now is running 2.23 million, and those days on market are averaging 97 days. Mm. Now let's look at the sold closed escrow. Just since last week's show, we had 71 homes close. The price range for those homes were from 948000 to a high of $6.187 million. And then if we look at the 2023 yearly closed average 
sold luxury home price in our valley, it's running $1.92 million, with average days on market 83. Since the first of the year, we've had 3,448 luxury properties close escrow, the highest price year-to-date, $23.5 million. If you want, okay. I can go ahead and break that 1.5 million and above market now down. You know, had, uh, I think what we're going to do here soon, Vicky, is we're going to take that to two million because I'm telling you again that we're seeing Josh uh, non-custom homes in certain areas selling for 1.5 million. So we're going to have to kind of jumpstart our. Well, for this year, we're still at the 1.5 yes, million. Yes, but so far, year to date, there's been 1,667 properties that have closed. The average price point, 2.7 million, with days on market averaging 90. So we're seeing some some numbers and some healthy numbers mm-hmm. in the luxury market. We would like to see mm-hmm. more sales. The inventory is definitely down. I mean, because mm-hmm. we've it reported is. when right. it's over 2,000 homes on the market, and right now we're 1,400. Well, let me tell you what's interesting is days on market for those things that are currently on the market. That average is 117 days. That number's up. That number's up. <clears throat> because on your closes, you said about 97 days on market. Yeah. So you can see that well, while the inventory is still limited, days on market are climbing just a little bit. They are. And I would have to say that one of those reasons why I think we're seeing the days on market climbing in the active is because we have a lot of higher price points active for sale here in the valley as well which those are going to take a little bit longer to sell because not everybody is out buying 30 million 40 million 50 million 70 million dollar properties right well that's true and that's exciting that we have these properties in our valley because a few years back we didn't have those Mm -hmm. there's also a seasonality to our luxury market and a lot of sellers in the summer will either take their houses off or new listings just won't come up as frequently. I agree with you, So I think the existing inventory that is there is either stuff that's kind of lingered and, you know, wasn't taken down, or, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, again, there's just less new stuff really bringing the average lower, so. Or the buyers, they're out traveling the world right now because it's summertime, and once that October market hits here, and we're in season, I think we're gonna see more of those buyers Mm -hmm. appear back here in the valley. I absolutely agree with you. You know, we're going to have a guest. We're going to have Talia on with us uh, the next segment. And Talia does a staging uh, primarily for high-end homes. And let me tell you, Vicki, uh, it is important, even in this market, if you're a seller of any home, but especially a high-end home, that that everything uh, is in its place. Would you agree? I would agree. I would agree. Uh, we were in a high-end home uh, on the west side not long ago, and, and you walked in, Josh, and beautiful home. But we could smell pet odor. And that's yeah. not a, you, you can't do that on any home, but especially a high-end home. Yeah, it really just puts a damper in the buyer's minds when yeah. they walk in. It's not giving them um, a house that they're looking to buy. It's giving them, oh, people live here. They, yeah. they can't really see apart the two. They think that maybe it's, you know, work to get that home and owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and while this was a beautiful home on a golf course, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it just had that. And so, again, Vicki, no matter where you're priced, the home has to look good. Right. Kitchen countertops need to be cleared off. Beds need to be made. It needs to be picked up, but especially our high-end homes. Yeah, we were showing one the other day, and I was surprised because the buyer had moved out, and basically 
left all of, had, or the, the seller. seller the seller had moved out <laughs> and basically left all of her trash behind uh oh and so <laughs> as you're walking through you're like seeing like the stuff that she didn't want that she didn't want at her new place and then the garage was filled with just kind of garbage all like in piles and things and you had to walk through it and it didn't leave a good good impression impression for that buyer so it does matter presentation of how these homes come to market and what Mm -hmm. they look like well i want to say too josh and vicky on a vacant home and again it doesn't matter the price range your ac needs to be cool when you walk into that home if if it's 95 97 degrees and vicky we've had that several times on some of our vacant homes not that we have listed but that we're showing where it's at 95 96 degrees in the house and not only does your realtor want to escape but the (laughs) buyer wants to escape right so what happens is if the buyer doesn't feel comfortable they feel that it's too hot in the house i've had buyers comment and say it's actually feels cooler outside than it does in this house (laughs) because it starts to feel hot and humid in the summertime in these homes and then what happens is they're getting in a hot car they're driving to the next house and if that house is hot and humid they're not going to stay in there very long so you want to have a a cool temperature but not only that it's important for these houses especially with the woods and the cabinets and if you have wood flooring homes don't need to be without air conditioning in these hot temperatures no they don't and that's one thing that i can say josh that we do at the carol race team uh if we are representing a seller that has moved out of a property and it's a vacant property we do check that property we make sure that the ac is on that it's comfortable for showings that it looks good there are no dust bunnies uh <laughs> And, and we want to do everything we can to, to say welcome to that home buyer. Exactly, because realistically, whatever money you might be saving by shutting that AC off, oh, no, I no. mean, you're probably retaining mm-hmm. um, there, but you're wasting it with days on market. Realistically, truly, we want to get truly. our seller's houses sold because they've hired us for a reason, mm-hmm. and um, we know how to do that. Yeah, it's important. Um, you know, another thing is, let's say there's a vacant home, it's checking the security system. Is it True. making weird mm-hmm. beeps? Is there smoke, smoke detectors, detectors that are out? Because when buyers <laughs> beep, beep, hear beep. that mm-hmm. chirp, mm-hmm. chirp, chirp, mm-hmm. it's even though they know subconsciously that's a smoke detector. It's irritating. It's irritating mm-hmm. and they feel like yes. they want to get out of the home. Mm-hmm. Or if that's wrong, what else is wrong with Some the house? dripping faucets. So I mean, it's mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. things that you want to pay attention to whether the home's vacant or occupied that might just give peace of mind to that buyer. I know you had a seller that was on a trip internationally and you were there two or three times a week just checking on the property to make sure Mm -hmm. that everything was good and one of the things too that's really important for us is is to have that house show to its maximum right absolutely have it show to its max have it look beautiful have it staged have it cleaned smell good we want that buyer to walk in and the buyer to feel like ah this is home yeah i mean the more a buyer can see themselves in that home the more likely they are to write a really strong offer for your home so we want to check all those bases how we live in a home how we sell a home are two different ways and if we can get that buyer really envisioning it, I mean, that's how we make make these sales happen. That's exactly right. So, Vicki? You have been listening to the Carol Reese Real Estate Show. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. Remember, your home sold guaranteed or Carol will buy it. Give Carol a call today, 480 776 
480-776-5231. That's 480-776-5231. Or you can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. We're going to be right back after this short break. And then I wanted to say you can also go to carolstopstories.com. everybody this is carol race and i'm your hostess here every single sunday afternoon and i am in the studio with the famous Ms. Vicki Royce Middlebrook who heads the carol race team luxury division Vicki, you winced when i said famous yeah <laughs> okay no comment no comment so today we have a fun guest we have talia stennett and she owns a company called spice up your home furniture and staging talia i met you and you changed my life. And by that, here's what I mean. I am 1031 exchanging, and we'll get into that later, three of my Arizona properties for another property out of state. And I wanted to sell them. But like any other seller, Vicki, what did I want? Top, Top dollar. dollar. <clears throat> Top dollar. And I looked at some imperfection in my homes, even though I had them repainted in new carpet. And Vicki said you should think about staging and you should call Talia with Spice Up Your Home Furniture and Staging. So Talia, I called you, you came out, you looked at my home and the next thing I know, it was staged. I went into that home and I said, oh my gosh, I could live here. This is beautiful. This is far better than anything I ever expected. And I sent you that message. Why is staging so important? Uh, well, your reaction is really why it's so important. We want to create the eight-second wow factor for the buyer. We want to create it when they walk through the front door of the house, but we really want to create it online. And the reason for it is our millennium buyers and, you know, even the older generation are looking online first, and what really appeals to them are the photos. Professional photos, not homemade photos, but professional photos off the staging will create that engaging wow factor online. And now they're going to click on the next picture and the next picture, and they're not going to move to the next listing because they're engaged in your listing right now. So they're looking and they're more likely to book right away a visit to go visit the home there is a little bit of a sense of urgency now we've created a sense of urgency love it because it's mm -hmm. their butterflies are going people mm -hmm. buy with emotion so now they want to get to the house they want to make sure they don't lose the house because they have looked for a little bit and the other eight homes that are in the area in and about there or vacant and it's just room after room and they can make the difference between the houses or, you know, we walk in, we have grandma's furniture that doesn't I want to talk great. about that. <laughs> I talk about that to a lot, don't, don't I, Vicki? You use that terminology. I go, you know what? Your buyer is probably from 30 years old to 45 years old. They have grown up with HGTV. When they walk into a home, they do not want to buy grandma's home. They do not want to buy grandma's home. They want to experience the trendy warmth, the contemporary feel of, today, of what they're seeing on TV, Talia. 
They want we want to create that, but we also staging also with your specific home that you were like floored pretty much. Mm-hmm. The reason for it was we had the older travertine tile, yes. but you had updated the color of the paint so it looked beautiful. You did some updates to the kitchen, mm. yes, and it really did look great. But we were blending a little bit of modern with a little bit of the older style, so right, right. furniture coming in and the design of the furniture and the setup of the furniture we want to create the wow factor but we also want to create the functional we want to the buyer walking through and saying i see myself living in here i love how this living room is set up and the family in the kitchen i can really have an entertaining area here and then i have a formal dining room or if you don't have a formal dining room and then obviously the primary bedroom is so important because that's the oasis like you said Mm -hmm. HDTV, people want to know that whether they have kids or growing up kids, they can go into the room and close the door and they have a little oasis there. And that's what we want to create. So the key rooms that we would suggest to stage would be your entry, your living, your dining, your family, your kitchen counter with stools, kitchen breakfast nook, depending on the size. And then obviously, obviously your primary bedroom. Office is still very important. You did, uh, you did the office in my house, yes. Yes, and I, I, I remember we had mm-hmm. a discussion about it, mm-hmm. but due to COVID, we're still on 72% of uh, buyers are still searching for office. Mm-hmm. And that is really important, and that has really changed the market on how the buyer views a home, mm-hmm. even if there is a bigger on suite in the master and there is a bigger sitting area you want to create a little office there even though if there isn't an office a true den so, or so office create in the room. something so that they can see themselves with their laptop their morning coffee and they're working and getting through the day exactly because we are at 72 percent mm-hmm. pre-covid staging was 78 percent of buyers uh would say that it assisted them to uh, see the home and see the, it as a future home. Sure. And after COVID, we actually went up to 81%. That is pretty amazing. As a company, we're at 92%. Staging is key factor when the market was at its top at COVID. Whoever staged, I used to say, don't leave money on the table for the seller. Stage your home. We used to get 60, 80, 180 over asking when other homes, yeah, they were selling fast because the market was high pace. However, with the ones that were staged, they were selling faster and they got return on investment. We're talking about hundreds of dollars per square foot more than anybody else. So Vicki, on one of my houses, so I'm selling three of my houses, correct? Right. So we sold one the first weekend that it was on the market. Mm -hmm. But you know, one of the things I loved about that house, Vicki, was Nadia had, Nadia, excuse me, Talia had put beautiful um, uh, throws you just wanted to sit on that couch, put one of, <laughs> even though it's hot outside, put one of those throws around you and just cuddle up with a book. That was the atmosphere, Talia, that you created in that house. You created not only luxury feel, but comfort. And, you know, that's kind of hard to do. It's a cozy feel. There uh-huh. is a difference between staging a model home that is for a builder that stays for a long time versus the luxury that are resale. 
people want to buy the $4 million homes, but they also want to walk through the front door and feel like they're home. They don't want to feel tiptoeing around their furniture. They can sit on that. They can sit on that. They want to come on and they want to sit down and just relax on their sectional. And that's what we want to create. Cozy, luxury, comfortable. And we want to create that I really want to buy that house. It's true. It is true. It is true. (laughs) And then that house sold the first weekend. Mm -hmm. And then the second house that I put on the market uh, sold on day number four. Which was pretty wonderful. amazing, amazing. In today's and market. You, and it's you, amazing. You staged that one, and and it again was very very comfortable. And uh, I know that the buyer walked in. I was doing an open house when the buyer walked in, and he said, "Oh my gosh, this is the best <laughs> house we've seen." And I'm thinking, well, it's because it's my house. Look at this furniture. Look, and I'm thinking, now wait a minute. You said the best house, <laughs> but they were so caught up. Not uh, Talia. I'm sorry, Talia. In your furniture. And the coziness of it, and I remember the wife sitting on the couch in the family room, and she said, this is a perfect place for the kids. We can put the TV here. They started placing their furniture in it. And that's what you want. You want them to place their their furniture, the family members, where the kids are going to go, where yes. their area is. And it's really important. And we do use yes, higher-end furniture. Yes you, do. yes, you do. We don't use... Um, any of the big box stores, we try to create more of a designer look uh, so it feels more luxury. So Vicki, uh, one of the things that, that uh, we like to do, and tell you, you probably agree to this, we want the kids to come in and start picking bedrooms. <laughs> we do, we do, absolutely, and to fight over which one they're gonna get. But more importantly, we want you know um, the buyers to come in and say, I can live in this space and start placing their furniture in the home as well, because that's important. I know in um, the spaces you've designed for us, there were some areas where I wouldn't have even thought to have put a TV. And I walked in and I'm like, that makes perfect sense because we're going to angle it a little different, the room, and we're going to go here with the TV and things like that. And it just brought to life more energy and current feel of the home, of how people live today and how homes are built. So sometimes we can take those older floor plans and yes, make them look yes. more current just with the staging. So The one that I did for you mm-hmm. that was an older home, mm-hmm. uh, but had uh, the flooring wasn't upgraded and it had the older color and we needed to tone down the flooring and we used uh, two uh, sectionals with a little shade facing each other mm-hmm. to create that cozy feel because it was an awkward, uh, it was an awkward angled room. So mm-hmm. you needed to be creative mm-hmm. to show to the buyer that room can be set up in a few ways and have a lot of people in there for yes. entertaining. Mm-hmm. So because that's no, a big house, it's a big house, and you did a great job on that. Let, let me you. ask you a question. You said, Talia the eight second wow factor. So you mean that, and is that when people are looking at photos or walking into the house? It usually creates it online. So they will look at the first photos and they will start clicking on your next photo. And they're gonna take a little bit more time looking through the photos versus when it's a vacant home, they just click, 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 click. And then when they walk through the house, it actually takes the buyer eight seconds to look for positives versus negatives. And that's 
what we want to create. Yeah. We want them to look for positive. Is it possible that their the layout may not work or or the the house is a little bit bigger than mm -hmm. what they wanted that could be. But that gets pushed aside because their emotions are now coming and they're like I really love this home. I can see myself with my family here. So that's the eight second wow That's factor. the eight second. Well, we're getting ready to go to break. And so, Atalia, could you come back with us on our next segment? Because I want to again talk about why staging is so important. Why sellers really should consider, especially on a vacant house. Vicki? You are listening to the Carol Race Real Estate Show. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. Remember, your home sold guaranteed or Carol will buy it. Pick up the phone. Give Carol a call today, 480-776-5231. Or you can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com. We're going to be right back after the short break. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Race, and I am your host here along with Vicki Middlebrook. And today we have Talia Stennett with Spice Up your home furniture and staging and tell you we've kind of skirted around each other for years and years and years and and then uh, i decided to put three of my houses on the market uh, to 1031 exchange them for another property and i thought to myself this house i've put a lot of money into it but it's got a few little things around here it had old travert older travertine older kitchen cabinets vicky's favorite oak cabinets the older <laughs> the older granite and I thought you know what I, I need to do something and so I contacted you and you did a beautiful job on staging it and your little eight second wow factor came into play there I have experience because the very first people that walked in said wow and they made an offer a very good offer so thank you for that oh, you're so let's just talk about staging um, it's a good investment it Would is you agree? a good investment um, I think statistically it shows 5 to 20% the return on investment. That's what the seller is going to see. So that's quite a return. Also, uh, not having carrying costs because right. the house the typically sells. Exactly. Yes. That translates to less money yes. you're spending yes. on that house. You can yes. put it in your new house. Yes. So very true. So Vicki, I know that you uh, have a beautiful property in the $2 million range that was vacant and uh, we just needed to warm it up. Right. Be beautiful windows, beautiful kitchen, but we just needed to warm it up. Yeah, the home was, you know, it, it needed to show what it could look like lived in because uh -huh. it was kind of looking it's painted today's colors and in a beautiful white color but the problem is it just made you looked at too much white in the house there was no artwork there was no furniture and your eyes didn't know where to go oh, good and point. then the buyer go walks in and they're talking to their partner or their kids and they can hear themselves mm. talking it echoes it echoes <laughs> so then they don't get that cozy mm -hmm. feel mm -hmm. people buy homes they're emotionally attached to your home. And that's why we say, let's, you know, to the seller, that's the hardest thing. Let's move your furniture out and let's bring other furniture in. And the reason for it is we want to stage in a way that we appeal to 80 to 90% of the buyers. It really doesn't matter what my style is or your mm -hmm. style or yours or the sellers. We really want to cater to the buyer and make sure that the buyer walks in and they can envision themselves. We're selling the home. We need to dis 
de-attach ourselves and make sure that we're catering to the seller. I noticed you had a listing on social media. I follow you guys. <laughs> and I saw those beautiful windows. And then I saw that the furniture placement wasn't great there. And the colors didn't really complement, uh, I thought, the way the window and the nature showed through. And I think that house is a really good house to stage. And I'm pretty sure somebody lives there because that's how it looks. You can see when it's you know yes, staged yes, yes. or when somebody <laughs> right. is not right. living there. And then the question comes up, how do I stage a home or offer to stage a home when the seller actually lives there? So we do accommodate that. There are ways to go about it. We try to create a little space for the homeowner. Uh, so we move their primary bedroom to a secondary bedroom and set it up really nicely. Usually on the other end of the hallway or if it's a split level mm -hmm. split um, floor plan we'll put it on the other side and then we'll still do the entry living dining family kitchen counter and the primary bedroom and all the bathrooms are always included that way and the connecting hallways that way we always have a connection to the buyer and then they have one more bedroom that we typically don't stage but it's where the seller can actually rest a little bit and they can put their feet up and so on so there are ways of going about it if you have a seller in the home yes it's preferred that it is vacant and their furniture is out because it makes our job easier it's actually much harder to try of and stage and try yeah. to fit their mm -hmm. furniture in mm -hmm. because it's really not again it's not what the seller wants or not no. what i want no. i really want to cater to the buyer and it works we mm -hmm. have a few listing carol's is one but we had one uh we had two in scottsdale sold within seven days on the market and a return on investment was $104 per square foot more than oh anybody else. Okay. And okay. they're actually still on the market and we have already destaged the property. So we're getting buyers from Seattle, from California, from up north. They want to come in and they want to see, they want the house ready. They want ready houses. Therefore, in our current market we have the new builds that are skyrocketing the reason mm -hmm. they're skyrocketing because everything is done already mm -hmm. they don't mm -hmm. need to think about upgrading this and upgrading that so having furniture in uh, hides a little bit of the imperfection that you mm -hmm. try to hide in your house well, that's it, sold it, so but, fast. But it draws in that em emotion. Mm -hmm. it, it just does. dries in that emotion. And I will tell you that Property Brothers, love it or list it, the gains in Waco, Texas, you know, that, that, just, that just changed the way that buyers look at houses today. It does. It really does. It is 81% yeah. of what yeah. they view. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're likely to bring an offer already mm -hmm. with them mm -hmm. when they're online already excited. I well, here's it. what yeah. I, I'm going to say is because we see different levels of staging out there we in do. all the homes that we sell and the different companies and products that are out there. And even when you watch the ones on TV, they're not using many times that quality of furniture but when i walk into the homes that you're staging you can see the quality from the accessories to the florals to the actual furnishings and it stands out versus that kind of 
cheap staging that just is <laughs> out there. And you know what? And that's it's really something we would want to live on. Yeah, you want to live on it, and that's why a lot of the staging stuff gets sold, and that's a good uh, for the for the seller and for the listing so you because mean- you can. The buyer could buy, so the buyer would walk in and they would go, oh, honey, I love this house. Let's make an offer, furniture included. They do that or they buy <laughs> separate stuff or yes. they love the family yes. room and yes. they love the dining room. Yes. They don't care yes. for the rest, so yeah. they'll buy that. That happens Amazing. almost every stage Amazing. that can happen. And mm-hmm. that's really, uh, you know, it's important that the seller has that option. Yeah, that you is know, important. Um, you know, one of the things too, Vicki, is you know when you can get a return on investment when your home is on the market fewer days Mm -hmm. rather than lengthy days uh, a buyer will pay more money especially as we're seeing days on market have gone up because you know a year and a half ago we were looking at days on market averaging what five six seven (laughs) days on market if that um, homes were selling almost negative days on market and today we you know, months, as we did the report, months, mm-hmm, yeah, we're mm-hmm, we're lingering. Mm-hmm. Luxury is now over 100 days on market for a lot of the homes. And so we're just starting to see that days on market lingering. And we need to get the buyers to come in and say, this is the home in a shorter amount of time. So if you like what you're hearing today, and if you like what Talia is telling us today, I, I encourage you to pick up the phone and call her, 480-848-5997. And her company, again, is Spice Up Your Home Furniture and Staging. Or, Vicki, they can always call us. That's right. We can put you in touch with her. And, you know, I know that you're going to get a different result you are. when you have her out to your home and see how your home can be designed to sell. And like you mentioned, the furniture. So it's really important to tell to the seller your first price reduction is usually more, more than, than the, the cost staging. of your staging. Good point. Good and point. you're talking about luxury homes. Yes. Uh, so your ho- home was, you know, on the luxury. higher end, mm-hmm. but wasn't luxury. No, no. We still put in high-end stuff did. in there. You, did. you still had about forty to fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars in that home mm-hmm. of quality furniture, and that helps mm-hmm. because the buyer doesn't want to see. I hate to say it, but you know, something know. they're going to sit on and it's going to break. And the luxury home, we're putting, you know, y- you might be spending more. Obviously, there's more work. The square footage is bigger. Yes. Sometimes you have to showcase your outdoor because you have phenomenal, beautiful, beautiful yes. Yes, uh, I agree. Uh, views. So, yes, the cost is a little bit more. Mm-hmm. However, you're still less than your first price reduction, isn't it? That is critical, yeah. Talia. Mm-hmm. That is critical, yeah. Vicki. Yes. No, I agree. Definitely. It is definitely worth that money. And to create that vision for that buyer, that's what's going to set your home apart. As days on market, especially linger, we want them to say yes to your home and eliminate the others. Well, and the other thing too that Talia said is, you know, when buyers are looking through and they're 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 scanning the photographs. If we know this, Talia, if you don't get them on the first five or six photographs, you're not going to get them. Yeah. They will once they slide by. They're never coming back. You've got one time to make a good first impression. So one of the things that Vicki and I do is we, we have to relaunch uh, properties that were on the market with other agents and didn't sell. And so they'll call us. And we are critically 
attuned to relaunching that. But if we could relaunch that with your beautiful staging, Vicki, we could have a result in a day or two. That's right. And and the seller yeah. would get more yeah. money. And, and I think your houses that. show that. Yes. Your last yes. two homes, they yes. were sold within days. Days, I know. But it. the buyer would also get that experience to see how amazing that home could look. And the buyer, in a sense, would have a free design expert because they would have photos showing <laughs> this is where you place the furniture and how you put accessories together. The, so always, it's a win-win for all. Yeah, the the homeowner always comes in and says, oh, I want to live here now. I don't know Isn't if I want to sell. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Reese Real Estate Show. We are today talking with Talia Stennett. She owns Spice Up Your Home Furniture and Staging. Her phone number is 480-848-5997. Uh, we highly recommend Talia to sell any price range, right, Vicki? We certainly do. So it's been a great afternoon spending this time with you. Thank you for listening to Carol Race Real Estate Show. Actually, when we come back after this short break, we're going to be talking about the under a million market. You're going to want to stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and I'm here with you every single weekend. And Vicki and Josh and I were talking on the break. And Josh, I was reading uh, a national publication not long ago, and it said, uh, bye-bye bathtubs. <laughs> it said that many of the builders around the country, and that includes Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, are trying to make the home smaller. If they can make the home smaller, they can reduce the price of the home. And I'm talking about more your entry-level homes, yeah, where they're taking out formal living rooms, formal dining rooms, making it a big, great room, doing away with the powder room. I don't know how, Vicki and Josh, you feel about that, uh, but I thought it was an interesting story. I understand why they're doing it, but I think it's... In- I- I'd like to just talk about that and see what your thoughts are. Yeah, I mean, I think if it's going to make housing more affordable for first-time home buyers or people who are downsizing, I'm all for it. However, I think a lot of families, there's certain things that they've come used to that they may not want to compromise on. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think if you've got small children, you need a bathtub. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see the appeal for why people, you know, would want the bathtubs. Adversely, I think there's a lot of people who, whether um, they're older um, and they want the, the step-in shower. Of course, of course. And they can't do the bathtub. So there's a, a side for everything. But ultimately, I think, like you said, it is the builders trying to reduce costs. And That's it's just going to change to kind mm-hmm. of how mm-hmm. housing is in that price point. Well, you know, there some of the builders are saying we can take almost a thousand square feet out by mm-hmm. doing away with certain rooms and going with that truly open concept, and and that's a thought too. But you know, as far as taking out the powder rooms, Vicky, I don't know about you, but if <laughs> I'm entertaining and I've got guests, I don't really want people in my master bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I certainly, if got children, don't want it in the kids' bathroom. <laughs> you know, I guess it all depends on what type of house you live in. Because yeah. there's a lot of homes in the valley, like let's say three bedroom, two baths, or four bedroom, two baths. Well, there you they go. They don't even have there powder rooms. There you go. So for uh, quite a lot of residents here, haven't even experienced having That's the powder room normal, in their home. Yeah. So I guess it just depends on what you've been used to and how your floor plan was built. But I remember one of my first homes I had was a townhouse. And both bedrooms were upstairs, but there was a half bath, powder bath downstairs. Mm -hmm. And it would have been a pain to have everybody go upstairs to the bedrooms to use the bathroom. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm curious. I mean, we'll see over time how buyers react to this Mm -hmm, because obviously mm -hmm, if they start mm -hmm. to have a huge um, issue with not having these amenities, the builders will start to put them back in. But the nice thing is, is that that might help, you know, general resale. 
I know that a lot of the builders out there, like you said, are reducing size and cost. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. part of that is the lot itself. Well, they're getting smaller, Josh. Exactly. And (laughs) this article pointed that out, that the lot sizes are really shrinking. I've worked with tons of buyers out there, and some like the small lots, others don't. But again, Mm -hmm. it just points us in the right direction of what we should be looking at Mm -hmm. if that's not it. So, Well, I guess, again, if you're you're a first-time home buyer and and you're really trying to get into something, Mm -hmm. the cost of the house is critical because the interest rates are higher. Uh, taking out the formal living room, formal dining room, I can see that, Vicki. I don't think anybody would argue with that. We have we have a formal dining room. I can say in a year and a half that I've lived in the house, we've never sat in it. <laughs> right. You didn't host the holidays this past year, so no. There was no reason to sit in your formal dining room. And I'm thinking I might not host the holidays <laughs> this year. But that's another that's another story. That's another show. So for the, for the folks who host, I guess you would need it. Everybody mm-hmm. else, you mm-hmm. don't need the formal dining, right? That's exactly right. Well, let's get into that under a million market because that's what we're talking about here is trying to get some of these first time home buyers uh, in, into some of these houses, Josh, and finding those for first time home buyers has been a bit of a challenge here in Maricopa and Pinal County. Yeah, it's been a bit of a shift, but the nice thing is that we do have all sorts of product. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, let's dive on in and see what's going on. Well, you know, it's not even about the first time home buyers. It's about all those price points under a million and for people that are downsizing mm-hmm. or right sizing. So let's take a look. Right now, single family detached homes under a million dollars in Maricopa and Pinal counties and our Arizona Regional Multipleist Service. There's only 6,476 homes. The average mm. list price for sale, $549,692. Days on market are averaging 71 days for those homes. Coming soon, there's 378 single-family homes with an average price point of $560,933 coming on the market. Mm-hmm. Under contract in escrow, there's 5,414 homes with an average price point of $495,419. Those days on market are averaging 50 days on market. (laughs) Closed escrow, single family detached homes. Just since last week's show, we had 840 Mm. homes sell. Mm. That's not enough. We need to be over I mean, we need to be in the thousands, we but let me tell you, to be under enough. a thousand, that's mm-hmm. not enough. The average list price for those homes was $503,239. The average close price for those homes, $497,975. That's a difference of $5,264. And days on market are averaging 51 days for the closed sales under a million dollars this past wow. week. That's that's very, very, that's lightning fast. Uh, that's less than two months, Josh, two months. And so that, that tells the story. Uh, you know, for population the size of Maricopa and Pinal County with 6,476 homes on the market ready for buyers to buy. It is not enough. It's not enough. It's not. I think, though, one thing that I get from all of this is that when you take a look at the active numbers, the average being almost, you know, 550,000 of the 71 days on market to closed 503,000 to 51 days on market. Yeah. Pricing is still critical. And we are seeing a little bit of negotiating out there because we are. With the rates being higher and the under a million market being the more affected of the two markets we analyze here on the show, um, buyers are just being hit with quite a bit. And so I think the sellers that are a little more open 
um, in these situations mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. negotiating may mm -hmm. have the the upper hand. Mm -hmm. Now, here at the Carol Royce team, when we represent our sellers, we negotiate to the best of our ability and make sure that we get the most amount of money in your pocket. Right. But um, for any sellers that are out there and just kind of sitting on the market and letting days pass without working with these buyers, mm -hmm. I, I don't mm -hmm. think there's going to be much luck there. No, I, I totally agree with you, Josh. Right. You know, the, the, the market is what the market is right now. And unfortunately... Yeah. We need to get more people out there mm -hmm. taking opportunity because a year from now, people are going to look back and say, I wish I would have made a move because we're going to see prices you say that. higher. And right now, prices are where they are today, but it won't be long and we'll be reporting that these average, you know, prices are over 500000 because we're seeing that with the listed. But mm -hmm. when we see the homes that people are biting on, under contract, they're under five hundred thousand, and then when we see the ones that actually closed, they're just under five hundred thousand. I bet a year from now we're going to be predicting higher numbers, and people we are. are going to say, we we "I are. wish I would have." And you know what, Josh and Carol, when you rent, guess what your interest rate is? Zero, a hundred percent. Yeah, well, that's true. A hundred percent because but you're your not, equity is zero. Yeah, so. We had a seller uh, this week that we met with, and, and that seller said, so Vicki and Josh, would you agree that our prices were higher coming out of COVID 2020-2021? We just kind of hit that that high crazy, mm -hmm. not enough inventory, buyers standing in line to buy houses. Bidding wars. Bidding wars. And they said, you know, we, and they checked Zillow, because that's what buyers do. They checked Zillow. Mm -hmm. We checked Zillow in 2020, mid-2020, and our house was 850 We checked Zillow last week, and our house was 750 It's just crazy what we're seeing. And there's no, I, I only say this because there's no there's no way to gauge what this market's going to do. No, and, and Zillow's not, <laughs> well, we it's all an know Zillow's not accurate. I mean, they right. lost millions right. and millions right. of dollars right. buying on their algorithm but at the end of the day some homes are showing that they're up from there and other homes are saying they're average and some homes are showing they're down so here's what i hear if you are a seller and if you need to upsize downsize because life changes mm -hmm. right life changes uh whatever you need to do forget the interest rate i know it's hard to do but you just really need to move on from the interest rate and get your life adjusted where you can be comfortable in your home your appreciation will pull you up these houses always appreciate even even in a year that you know going back into the mid 80s and, and mid 90s when the appreciation was six percent seven percent eight percent a year but they always appreciate correct vicky yeah over, let, over time over time they're going to appreciate let the appreciation pull you up and get on with your life and just kind of forget the interest rate because josh they may come down they may not come down but if they do you can refinance and if they go up you're okay because you're in at this rate today exactly the market is always going to do what the market's going to do whether that's go up go down and I we agree. can't control these factors but we no. can look at what your goals are and make that happen um i know that anyone who would be looking at housing today versus when the feds first started raising the rates they may be paying more today even though they've waited for prices to come down there because the go. rate is up that's right so if you're worried about rate and all of that i mean most buyers i think would look at payment over that ultimately but let us figure out for you how we can make this affordable 
if you're worried that your house won't sell for as much, you're gonna make it up on the next one. And that's kind of what I've seen throughout that crazy insanity market versus now, there's always going to be a, a high and a low, whether it's that's the buy side or the sale part, but most people have to do two transactions. They're moving into another home, right? they're, they're shifting right. their needs, so we can make this balance work for you. The other thing I had a client tell me the other day, you know, we made a lot of great equity in the last few years in our home, and we would not be able to do what we're going to do with our next house had True. we not had this equity. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna they're gonna sell their house, they're gonna go buy another home, they're gonna get financing on that next house. But because the equity ran up so much, he said it's like we have that the money to pay the payment, but mm-hmm. they're choosing to get a mortgage because he said, we wanna do some other things with our cash. So um, there's all different types of ways to look at it and scenarios. We have the right people. We can refer you. We can refer you over to David Ryder over at Nexa Mortgage, and he can talk to you about the right plan for you. You have been listening to the Carol Race Real Estate Show. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. Remember, your home sold, guaranteed, or Carol will buy it. Pick up the phone. Give her a call, 480-776-5231, or go to carolhasthebuyers.com. We had an awesome Sunday afternoon with you. See you next week.